Hello, this is Todd O'Brien, your host, and welcome to Evolve the Entrepreneur Mindset. My name is Father Greg McBrayer. And my superpower is encouraging others on their journey. today is very inspiring. He has worked and served in the aviation industry for more than 40 years. As an Atlanta native, he was licensed by the FAA in 1984 and since has held numerous positions throughout his aviation career. He is currently the chief dispatcher at American Airlines at the Integrated Operations Control Center in DFW in Dallas, where he serves also as the corporate chaplain. As a bivocational priest, he serves as an assistant pastor and priest at the St. Barnabas Anglican Church in Fort Worth. He is also the president of DFW Chapter of the American Airlines Christian Resource Group, or ERG. He is the chairman of the board and the director of DFW Airport Interfaith Chaplaincy and leads weekly services there. Please welcome to the show this inspiring and very entrepreneurial gentleman, Father Greg McBrayer just wonderful to be sitting with you here. I, I honestly, I love these callers. There's something really <laughs> wonderful about them. And I think it's, it's just great to have you here talking about what's going on in the corporate world mm. and this convergence of religion and beliefs in the corporate world, in mm. employee resource groups and so mm. forth. But first, before that, let's, uh, I just want to hear your story. So you work in American Airlines. I do. What is your, what is your job? My job at American Airlines is I'm uh, the chief flight dispatcher. I work in the operations control center of American Airlines. It runs American Airlines worldwide. I also do chaplaincy work within American Airlines um, in in that setting and and around American Airlines uh, here in in Dallas-Fort Worth and and occasionally I'm sent other places to uh, where that need may be there, a pastoral type need or a chaplaincy need might be needed for one of our employees. But um, my day job is uh, I come to work with a collar on. Obviously, my uh, boss is, is above us at this moment, but uh, <laughs> my boss at American Airlines that I serve there is is in the capacity of my profession, and I've been in that for over 40 years, and so I've been there a long time, and I've truly seen an emergence of, of the acceptance, I, I would say, in the corporate world, and, and especially, obviously, in the world that I've been in, and that is in aviation and really the logistical, tactical, operational running of an airline day-to-day, hour-by-hour uh, yeah. over my career. And I think that probably the biggest uh, change or advancement season I saw in that was uh, not long after 9-11. At the time, I was with uh, U.S. Airways in Pittsburgh. I was in the uh, operations control center there. Our airline was uh, affected. Even though we did not have aircraft that were affected in 9-11, the industry was uh, riddled with uh, challenge after that. We were not in a strong financial uh, place like some of the other airlines were at that time after a merger that happened in the late 80s. And it it catapulted us into some... um, uh, numerous uh, layoffs, cutbacks, and all kinds of uh, turmoil came with that in the employee ranks. Mm. And I can remember the day that I was seeing this all kind of unravel around me and in in my coworkers and in that setting. And I thought to myself, man, the, the, the presence of the Lord is really needed in this place right now, mm. like I've never seen. And mm. uh, the question is from the Lord was, well, who am I going to send? And <laughs> and I know what the answer was, I'm here. Yeah. And um, And so I began that journey there. And um, that took me into ordained ministry, and I've been in that uh, capacity for a long time now, and have been overlapping in two roles in what's called a bivocational ministry role. 
I serve a church full-time in North Fort Worth. I oversee the, the five chapels at DFW Airport. I'm the director of that ministry and, and oversee Christian ministry as an American. And, and in my other job, like I said, I'm there part of a decision-making team that really is a tactical decision-making team that runs American globally every day. But there's a tremendous need in there. And as I've just heard in one of our prior um, breakout sessions, you know, this is all facilitated by need. And I think that there was a spiritual component that was missing in the in what was being provided to the employees in corporate settings like this in high stress, high anxiety jobs that was really not part of the component of the health care package. It was deeper than that. It was a spiritual care package it, that made us a better employee, that, that created a better work environment, a better workspace. And that course improves productivity yeah. and uh, the need was what facilitated that after that season yeah. and it continued to to develop and foster because years later we would go through another merger with u.s airways and american airlines mm-hmm. and mergers in airline in this industry it's not men yeah. are very painful yeah. they're painful for the flying public and they're extremely painful for corporate mindsets that are trying to combine sure. workforces when you have to deal with all things like labor and and all the things in that affect our industry like fuel cost and uh, you know, global concerns around the world that drive all that. So there's a lot of components in that that brought a lot of stress into that. And I've been very blessed. Um, American has allowed me to continue that ministry and has seen fruitfulness in that. Yeah. And and part of the joy in, in what I've done is seeing the advancement of these employee business resource groups or mm-hmm. ERGs, as many mm-hmm. corporations consider them. To be honest with you, is I've tried to really um, reflect through this and where I saw the most change in the season that I saw that and what really. I think guided that was really and truly, I think, within the last 15, 10 to 15 years, when a younger generation came to the corporate world um, seeking employment and a little bit different than maybe my generation. I came in kind of with my hat in my hand, just wanting to get in the place. Yeah. Um, but they came in maybe a little bit more of an entitlement generation who was very gifted. Hmm. Uh, they came out of uh, universities and schools with degrees and they were very gifted at what they did. And when they came to the corporate world, they were a little more assertive on what they desired from companies. And that being, you know, pay packages, healthcare packages, and also their interest. Yeah. And the corporate world obviously heard that that cry. And they're obviously trying to retain the best people they can because we want the competitor to get them. The growth of these uh, employee business resource groups really kind of started taking stride. And the faith-based groups um, obviously were... Um, very blessed in that, in, in the fact that years before that, our faith was on the other side of the wall. But all of a sudden, when these other groups began getting traction, it gave us once again in the faith-based ERGs the opportunity to come to the field yeah. and to come in uh, and be uh, given some visibility that had always usually been pretty uh, pretty isolated and uh, pushed aside because you never wanted to, to offend anyone. Right. But the whole growth of inclusion and diversity and, and then probably the most important word in that is equity in that mm. in that in that equation yeah. uh, began to really manifest itself mm. and so for the first time uh, we, we were given that opportunity in a new light uh, so to speak and um, that was transformational it had never existed like that in my long four decade <laughs> career of seeing this and yeah. the need has always been there but I think that like I said, I think that maybe, and I'm not, I don't even know what the, the generational names are anymore, but the generation that came to that to, to that corporate America job interview at that season and they, they answered that request yeah. was probably the conduit that gave us in the faith-based DBRGs a new place on the playing field, a yeah. field if we were bold enough to step into it. Yeah. 
I'm not sure if people who are listening to this have quite got their head around the fact that you you have two jobs at American Airlines, and they're they're probably both quite full time. Both of them, I would imagine. I, I promise you, my I, they both are. <laughs> ministry and, and you is, also take care of a church outside of that's true. And I mean, there's it is very demanding. I bet. And but the truth is, there's nothing more joyful for someone like myself who's been in this industry all my life. Yeah to be able to give back into the industry it's who's so given to me. Yeah. It's just a remarkable joy to do that. Yeah. And I, I can remember when I came down here, I actually thought about retiring from aviation and uh, I went and spoke uh, with the bishop that I was uh, serving in this very time. And he asked me, he goes, I told him I was wrestling with this. I didn't know if I was going to go down there or not. I, I didn't know the leadership team from U.S. Air was coming to Dallas. And I knew there was going to be a need there. Yeah. And he goes, well, you know, um, you know, how many priests are, are in this diocese? And I threw out a number, and he goes, well, that's uh, that's about correct. And he goes, yeah. but how many are at American Airlines? And it resonated with me that God had given me a very special opportunity yeah. to serve within the family who became my family. The aviation industry is a lot different maybe than a lot of corporate environments in the fact that it, it's much like the military. In the aviation world, we, we spend all holidays together. We don't have set days off. We mm. So it bonds us tighter yeah and the military gets that because they live in that environment it also creates a family environment in the place you work mm. and and literally i was just raised up within that family uh, to bring a spiritual component to what was being given to us in our work setting right and the company embraced it it's so great and and there's to my knowledge, there are no other chaplains in other airlines, or are there? I, if there are, I don't know. I've I mean, never heard of this. Before. I mean, well, and, and that role just kind of evolved out of what I do. Yeah. And I'll be honest yeah. with you, um, the book that the, my operations manual outside the American Airlines yes. one is the one that I take most of my guidance from. And, you know, and it, and it tells us that, you know, we have to be bold in our faith and we have mm-hmm. to uh, step into what the Lord calls us into. And, and to, to live that out, you know, I, you never know how that's going to be received. So there's a whole lot of things that go with that. You obviously have to be. It's, it's a lot about relation. It's, it's, and it's not about religion. It's, it is about relationships. It's about living out that in the workplace that is desperately desiring that and needing that. Yeah. And being there to, to meet that need. Yeah. And and obviously to, in the growth of the faith-based EBRGs in these corporations, we now I remember bringing Bible studies back in 15 years ago, and now they exist in all these large corporations, and they're 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 fruitfully uh, improving in employee morale and the way that people treat each other yeah. as coworkers. And, and obviously, that makes a better product, no matter what you're yeah. selling, whether you're moving airplanes or if you're <laughs> selling products or selling computers or whatever it is. It doesn't matter. There's a great great thing to be gained in that. This episode is sponsored by Swanson Health. Swanson Health is the only company to offer the full spectrum of wellness products for mind, body, and home. From quality vitamins and supplements to cruelty-free beauty items to eco-friendly home products, Swanson Health is here to keep you healthy. Swanson Health carries over 20,000 wellness products at a great value. Pick up all your favorite health products, plus discover new ones for your wellness routine, all while leaving money in your pocket. If you want to try any of Swanson Health's great products for yourself, you can use Evolve 20 for a 20% off at Swanson.com. 
there's something uh, beautifully entrepreneurial about what you've done mm. as well, too, which I really like. So I'm an entrepreneur. Sure. We're here at an event with a lot of entrepreneurs, women and men uh, entrepreneurs. And I've seen, you know, pastors and priests mm. and people go plant churches, mm-hmm. which is very entrepreneurial and very mm. hard to yes. do. But what you've done is actually planted something in the place that you work mm. and you're seeing the fruit of it. And the airlines has accepted this and they are. This is just a it's, it's very entrepreneurial and very interesting to me. Well, and I would agree with you. I think that and it's a lot like planning church. I mean, actually, the the chapters is what we call them in American Airlines. And, and these are the Christian chapters that that I have an oversight role sure. in are like church plants. Hmm. That's exactly what they do. You go in, you plan them, you put a team, a leadership team together. Okay. And this, the whole EBRG plan at American Airlines um, or CBRG um, works around, uh, f- uh, you know, a, a principle, a four-tier principle that they put together that um, a core purpose, and that is advancing the A business uh, purpose, of course. And it's, um, it's leadership development, which you see a lot in what we're seeing here today. And uh, it's employee engagement. And obviously, and, and the results of that is that we see community service branch out from that. So that's the, the, the four pillar principle that, that our ER, EBRGs at American Airlines um, operate to try to hit. And yes, to do that is very um, entrepreneurial. I mean, it is. You go into a place where your faith was on the other side of the wall. And I can remember going to leadership years ago and saying, you know what? I see a need here and I just want to come out here on my own time. Mm. And lead a Bible study and try to bring a spiritual presence here. Yeah, and that's and I've and you know, it was always fostered by good relationships with you. You have to be a good employee. If you're not sure. if you're not good at what you do, yeah. you're not going to get those opportunities. But they did give me that opportunity, and and it was it was fruitful, and it brought a whole different feel to a to a very high tension, very high stress related kind of work. Yeah, and they saw fruit in that, and they thought, wow, this is. And for 15 years, I went out there every day on my day off and, and led Bible studies and, mm. and led people into relationships, their spouses or co-workers or, yeah. or anyone in, the, in, the, in that setting. Yeah. And, and that is a tremendous movement, I think, that we see and a needful thing that we see yeah. in our day and time when um, people are spending more time at work. Yeah. More time at work brings more stress into your life. Sure. And you're going to have less time to find those places in your spiritual life because you're going to diminish from that to add to that work yeah. time. So you take that to where the need is. Yeah. And truly, I think this whole bivocational experience or chaplaincy in a corporate setting is nothing new, but it is getting a, uh, a new opportunity to grow and be advanced because of the need. Yeah. And, and I see that occurring. Yeah. I read somewhere that one of the most stressful jobs in the world is air traffic control. There's been movies made and documentaries mm-hmm. about this as well, too. Of course, without diverging anything from you, I just wonder, are you are you able to sort of tap into that part as well, too, in American Airlines and really be there for those people, men and women who are running the air traffic control? Well, as we're considered flight controllers. We're licensed by the FAA okay. like traffic controllers are. And I always put this in a Trinitarian form. It's hard to imagine from a priest or <laughs> yeah, pastor. But, <laughs> but the, the, the fact of the matter is every commercial flight operation is 121, which is a commercial carrier requires three components. You have to have a, um, a flight controller, which is a flight dispatcher. He's licensed by the FAA. You have to have an air traffic controller, and you have to have a pilot to execute the mission. Okay. And they all work in, in uh, collaboratively together to safely operate every commercial flight. So it's the same way with the three legs on the stool principle. If you knock one of them out, yeah. you've got a problem. And, and our role as is, is flight controllers is, is to flight plan segments from, from A to B, Safely, we go to work on them hours before the flight, you know, happens. Mm. 
We work with them all the way through the execution of the mission with the, with the pilot in command flying the airplane. And the traffic controller's job is to keep us from touching somebody else when we're up there. And so, I mean, it all works together. And it is a very high-stress job. And it's driven by the complexity of technology advancement in our world today, which makes it, 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 it improves it, but also continually makes it changing. So there's a lot that goes into that, which brings a lot of stress into it. Yeah. And we need our, our spiritual health is no different than our physical health or emotional health. It's a component of our total being yeah. that needs to be addressed. And if you are spiritually undergirded, mm. then you can manage those high stress situations usually better than someone who maybe not is or is not or maybe is not yet. Yeah. And if when you model that before them, yeah. it, it makes them want something that you have. Mm. And then you have the opportunity to share the relationship and how you develop. Yeah. And that's the beauty in how that, that yeah. kind of works. You know, um, helping people is also very hard. What you're yes. doing, like helping people, helping them navigate through life, through mm-hmm. all their tough situations. How do you find the strength every day to get up and kind of do what you do? Because it must take a toll on you as well over all these years. It does. And that's a great question. And you have to undergird yourself mm-hmm. with spiritual directors in my life that I, that I tap into daily. Yeah. That keep me focused, keep me uh, grounded in God's word, keep me in, 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 plugged into the source of power through the Holy Spirit, through those avenues that I know that God equips me to go out there. Uh, the scriptures call, you know, tell us that, you know, that we are ambassadors of Christ in the world that are trying to meet a need out there. And, and God places us where we mm-hmm. can be most effective for him. Mm-hmm. But we have to stay connected to the power source, and that is him. Yeah. So you have to be disciplined. You have to carve out a support team around you yeah. that you can utilize and you have to use them. You can't just have them. You have to use them. Mm. And you have to uh, be disciplined in that. And that's just part of the whole spiritual discipline of being in ministry is you must be disciplined. Yeah. You have to stay grounded in prayer primarily. Yeah, I can imagine um, a company like American Airlines, how many employers employees are? Oh, 130,000. 130,000. So I I can imagine that with that diverse of a group of people, there's Mm. probably people who don't accept what you do in American Airlines. And and how do you approach that or address that? Well, you know, I can can say this in all honesty. I have never encountered anyone in the last 15 years that didn't respect what I did. Mm. And and to be quite frank with you, regardless of what their um, faith may be, in a time of need, they just want a person of faith there. Mm. And and they're receptive to that. Yeah, we may be worshiping a different God, but we respect each other for the fact that we value our faith, and we want a brother or sister with us in that moment of need. Mm. And and I have not run into anyone ever yeah. that has um, pushed away that opportunity for prayer or for intercession yeah. at a moment of need. And the need's there; it's all around us. Mm. It's remarkable in being relational with people, treating people. The way we want to be treated, or the way that we've been treated by God, and and in doing so, people value that, yeah, because they just want to be cared about. They want to be respected. They want dignity. They want you to be there to help them through a difficult moment. Yeah. And you know what? And you have to rely on them. Yeah. I may not always have someone who's of my faith next to me at a moment of challenge, yeah. but you know what? They'll stride into that as well. And you have the American Airlines family, it sounds like. And it is a family. Well. You really do have that family. Yeah. The whole family thing is there. It's, it's great. Uh, remarkable to have, you know, it really is my family. It has yeah. been all my life. And uh, to give back to them is, is the greatest joy yeah. on earth. 
I, I love this. Your your demeanor and your energy is great. I can mm-hmm. imagine people are really open and receptive to you regardless to their own beliefs and that things are actually going really well at American Airlines for you as the chaplain of American Airlines, which I think is just fantastic. Well, it's just been, like I said, I've been very, very blessed. It's, it's treating your family like you would want them to treat you. Yeah. And and they have embraced that. And uh, and, and I've had coworkers and colleagues uh, in my journey that I can't tell you how many times they've been so thankful to have someone there yeah. and, or to have someone from from the American Airlines there for them, whether they're working in my department or not. Yeah. To, to step on, on the ramp and do a, a plane signs, what I call plane side sending service for a colleague mm-hmm. and draped with an American Airlines flag and no differently than the way you would drape a U.S. flag over a yeah. fallen soldier and, mm-hmm. and to be able to do final words on the ramp with their family as their loved one is is loaded on the airplane to go to their final resting place. And that's one of my family members that, that has played a role in my life or has mm-hmm. been part of the family that I'm a part of. Yeah. I may not even have directly worked with them, yeah. but they're still part of the American family. And to be able to be utilized by American and American allow me to do that is the greatest joy in my life because we're, we're put here to serve and to glorify. And, and when we, we're doing that, uh, we're blessing people's lives. Yeah. And it blesses us in return. I'm the luckiest person in the world. I feel like I truly am be able to be able to do that yeah. and to bring blessing to others in that process. It's just a beautiful story. And I really appreciate you taking the time and people can't see this, but you, <laughs> you have a cross a, a collar and you've got your American airlines wings uh, on there. And what's this other pin? This is, well, a, that's a 40 year American airlines pin. That one came, ah, with, well, that one came with some, with most of my adult life. life. Yeah, there you go. So it's yes. just, it's just, uh, it's just amazing to hear your story. And I really appreciate you taking the time with us. Well, thank today. you. And thank you for having, having me and having, allowing me to have the opportunity to come Thanks before so you today. Thank you so much.